0: Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Tradeable Crypto Show. Today's guest is from a new exchange, and when I say new, I mean launched in February. So, still fairly straightforward as, as far as coming into this market. I've got Quan, who's the CEO of BXB Exchange. Naturally, I love speaking to exchanges and hearing exactly what they're bringing into the space for Australia. So, thank you so much for your time, Quan. Hey, no problem. Very happy to be here. Mate, um, look, I'm just going to start from the very beginning. I mean, you're, you're in blockchain now. Obviously, you're the CEO and running a, a, an exchange that's uh, sort of coming to market in February. What were you doing before then? And what was the, um, I guess, what, what got you into crypto and blockchain? Sure. Um, I, I come from a mostly
1: traditional finance background. So I was in trading um, after college and I've always been interested in trading. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was doing that for a while and then doing doing uh, project management, setting up power plants in the Philippines, because um, that was kind of a natural progression. So uh, I always liked trading, but then I felt like uh, I could do more because uh, I always like helping people. Uh, and the pro- uh, project management kind of position was uh, providing electricity to rural areas in the Philippines. So that was my way of like helping more people. And how I got into blockchain uh, was I was trading around 2015, uh, just very slightly, just Uh, Here and there I thought there was like a new vehicle to enter trading and then as uh, The cryptocurrency kind of progressed I could see, you know, you could really do a lot more with it and for me Interest in trading. uh, I felt like I could push and make trading more accessible with cryptocurrency Because in traditional like finance like if you want to do options trading or futures trading you have to either one uh, have high capital uh, and it's very hard to kind of enter but when I found that cryptocurrency is like a lot more accessible, you can provide more tools, uh, and a lot more people can get into it versus with traditional. So that's why I really wanted to create a kind of exchange to allow more people access into trading.
0: Well, it makes sense, and uh, you know, obviously a technical, background in many more shape than one i mean a project manager needs to be able to understand the process i mean obviously it's a different sort of thing project managing if it's uh the construction of power plants as you say as opposed to uh, more of a sort of tech play which is um, obviously the interface and how the whole exchange works so um it makes sense to slide into that space and you launched in um in february of this year what was everything was all the work that was done to the pre-launch? What was the whole purpose of, well, how did you really get to the launch, I suppose? Um,
1: So we've, like, we launched in, like, Feb, but the development of the exchange was about a year and a half, I'd say. Mm -hmm. Um, So our exchange, we built everything in-house, so uh, there's no white-label solutions on anything, um, and that's why kind of it took so long, because we had to develop all our matching systems ourselves, uh, and then I think our system is just Uh, completely different from the other exchanges Uh, so uh, and what we found in a lot of web exchanges it's uh, very like a how you say a parallel distribution order so multiple servers running uh, a lot of times on the cloud for us is more of like a centralized um, server and so we prioritize fairness uh, in the sense that the first person to place an order is the first person to be served Uh, and uh, our CTO actually comes is a former chief architect of the uh, Shanghai Futures Exchange. So uh, there's wow. one of the fastest and uh, most stable and secure platforms uh, in the world. So it's kind of a really, our core system is kind of built around that. Um, so that's why it took us so long to really launch with our product. Uh, and our exchange is really, I would say you're all in one exchange. So we have an options market, a futures market, uh, and then your regular spot market. And yep. then our also brand new kind of uh, product which really gets people uh, who have never traded before uh, and who have never been introduced to crypto before into crypto trading. Um, and that's our tap trading product.
0: Ah, the tap trade. I've heard uh, some things about this and uh, various different things uh, that have come out from other exchanges. Well, something very simple uh, for people to get involved in it. I mean, when it comes to the platform now, obviously you're up and running, you're doing deals, all that sort of thing. With your futures, where where are you actually, like what futures feeds are you working with and what sort of margin are we able to work with or what sort of leverage can we have there with BXB? Uh,
1: With BXB, I think we provide one of the highest leverages for Bitcoin especially. Um, so we can go all the way up to 500 times leverage. Mm-hmm. Um, and, that's, uh, and you can see that with the tap trading. So tap trading is like the seconds trading uh, kind of in a gamified form uh, with leverage up to 500 times. Uh, and then for your altcoins, we also provide leverage trading. So uh, like the different coins that, that we've been bringing our exchange, our most recent one was uh, red coin and then raven coin. Um, they mm-hmm. can, uh, we can do futures trading up to 10x on those
0: wow and what's the um I mean, one of the issues that we've got around uh trading with marginal leverage is that sometimes the books can be a little bit thin and if you're trading trying to trade a relatively decent size it, it you just don't get a fill or it skips past you get very severe gauge yep. gapping uh, i mean how are you are you able to get around that? i mean look, i do understand that for some projects it's it is something that's very difficult to get around you just have to either not trade those products or or wait until they basically all trade small sizes. But are you able to get around that? Because that's one of the things that I've noticed on some of these um, margin pairs.
1: Yeah, I would say for Bitcoin, that's kind of like uh, very easy to get around it because the volume is there on um, a lot of different uh, places. So a lot of our uh, trades are all hedged on the open market. So it's very fair. Um, and with the altcoins especially, since we're one of the only ones that can provide for say like Redcoin and uh, Ravencoin, Mm -hmm. Um, That one, we're taking on a lot of risk for that, but I think that's due to our strong market-making partners. They're able to provide the liquidity, but I would say it's not as deep as, say, Bitcoin.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and so if, if I'm going to go into uh BXP and, and not go down the um click trading, uh, and, and sort of work towards more of a traditional, I'm going to raise an order with a stop loss. Am I able to raise an order with a stop loss also in the same order, or do I have to do the clunky way where I've got to get into the trade, then I bring the stop in after?
1: Uh, yeah, so for now, you can do it. We have this other tool that's called uh, stack trading, which is basically program trading in a very simple form where people don't need a code. Um, and that's available for the spot markets, uh, but we're making it available for our futures market. Um, mm-hmm. But for now, if you're going to do leverage trading, you'll have to do kind of more of the clunky way. But very soon, Definitely. I'd say within um, two months, uh, we'll able to have kind of everything automated so users can simply, uh, once they place the order, they can do their stop loss then or after, uh, just really depends on them.
0: Okay. No problem. Cause it is, it's, it's one of the things that really baffles me. I, I just, I struggle to get my head around the fact that, you know, every other exchange, or every other broker in the world, if I'm going to trade other products allows me to have an entry stop and target all in the one, uh, shebang, mm. one order, but to yeah. in crypto, it's, it's, a, it's just such a difficult thing to find. Look, many are doing it, but they just don't have the liquidity. So we've got great yeah. orders with one exchange, but poor liquidity. And we've got great liquidity with another exchange, but poor orders. Uh, and it just seems yeah a real that as well. not. <laughs>
1: <You> know that's <laughs> no, completely true. like you place it there and then it doesn't hit it or it hits that price, right, and your order doesn't execute. Um, exactly. So that's one thing that we're really uh, proud of our system are is able to execute that, and we're going to make
0: that easier for our users very soon. Well, it's great because it uh, it can minimize some of that risk. it also brings in more volume because if I can raise an order before I go to bed and leave that order on knowing that I'm safe with a yeah. stop loss link to it, then people will trade more. Uh, it just yeah. seems like a really, really positive things to do. So you guys have got, uh, you are an exchange. There's a couple of differences that we've just talked about, points of differences. What do you think is the biggest difference? And look, it, it doesn't need to be the biggest difference that you have already. What, it might just be your, your mission statement. It might be what you're trying to achieve. So what do you think really does separate BXB from other exchanges? And why would people come across and use your platform as opposed to many of the other platforms that they're already very familiar with? Sure,
1: um I think for us uh, one of the biggest, biggest differentiators is our uh, many different products, so five products versus most of your exchanges who only provide your spot or maybe two at most with like futures trading um, so us five active products, uh three active markets uh futures options uh, spot uh, and then for us, our mission statement is really making trading more accessible to everyone, so not just the p- current people in the uh, crypto space. Um, we really want to provide powerful tools to people and make them into a very simple form. So that's why our stack trading is kind of built around that. Where Traditionally, you need to code to be able to use program trading. But on bxb Exchange, it's very graphical. People can easily stack up their strategies, uh, and we provide very clear guides on that. Uh, and then with our latest product, Tab Trading, it's, uh, you know, traditionally, right, people would have to Play, know what a limit order or market order is yeah. uh, before they even get to trading. But tap trading, we provide three buttons. Uh, a person can buy, sell uh, at any single point in time uh, and it's very easy for them. So that's really, we found that we've been able to access a lot of people who've never traded. I think most of our traders right now have never really touched trading uh, before. And that's how, like, I think that's this testament of how uh, this product is able to really capture their attention.
0: Yes, I mean, don't get me wrong. I I fully understand the importance of that. I mean, that's what my business is all about. We're a trading education provider, and uh, I've been trading for thirteen years. So it's um, you know to give people a set of rules, a, a checklist. To allow them to go to the market knowing exactly what they're looking for is, is the value that people really want to have. And again, I'm, 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 um, we've, we work with some exchanges uh, in different parts of the world in terms of education. And um, yeah. I think that's an area where a lot of exchanges uh, just don't have it now. It's not just the ease of use of the exchange, yeah. but also the ease of understanding what they're actually looking at. Do you guys have anything in the way of education for people that can just sort of come in as relatively newbies? and sort of at least have a bit of a step-by-step process to guide them down the garden path, so to speak?
1: Yeah, uh, on our exchange we have guides uh, to help them like when you're a very first beginner, this is how you do stuff, Um, but then making it more robust as well. Uh, We're completing our video tutorials on a lot of stuff. Um, And what we found also is just uh, a lot of our uh, people have been just spreading and helping them in our communities, (laughs) uh, which is really cool. It's just like uh, through word of mouth where they help each other uh, learn how to trade and provide tips and strategies. Um, So we're we're doing multiple ways. Uh, We do want to do more of the educational route as well.
0: Yeah, okay. So what's the end goal? I mean, obviously, you, you started a business, you've, uh, you've, you've grown quite quickly by the sounds of things. Uh, from February, it's been a relatively short period of time with uh, you know, actual rubber hitting the road. Uh, so you've come outside of that first sort of, well, six-month period, which is always very difficult when, uh, yeah. when a product goes to market. Obviously, there's lots of bugs. There's always bugs, uh, yes. always things that need fixing, things that need improving. So now that you've come out of that period of time, what's your vision? Has it changed? Like, what's the clear outcome that you're trying to achieve ikwan uh, The I think very clear outcome for me is I want to be able to uh, make
1: trading available to as many people as possible. Um, and I think we do that by providing them very easy products that they can understand and also providing them the powerful tools um, that were traditionally not available to them. Um, and so whether that be levitating or high-frequency trading that's in a simple form or the program trading stuff. Um, Really trying to provide as many tools as possible to the traders in a a way that's easy to understand, in a way that they can feel safe uh, in trading and uh, feel that they can get an upper hand, uh, whereas before they couldn't.
0: Makes sense. And I mean, look, I've got to ask the question, you know, there's, there's a lot of talk, there has been a lot of talk lately around the, um, the fake volume thing uh, with exchanges, yeah. but there's also a lot of talk about all sorts of things that really don't matter. Now I want to yeah. understand your take on that, um, you know, the manufactured volume, the wash trading and whatnot to make themselves look bigger. Uh, if you think it's uh, an issue and why, and uh, is it still happening?
1: I think it is still happening with the fake volume Um, for the fake volume stuff for me. uh, I I don't quite understand why people would do it. I think maybe it's to drag attention. uh, But I I think it really hurts people when uh, the volume is fake and traders cannot execute uh, their orders. So the exchange will look like it's very good, right? But when they execute their orders, the volume is just really not there. And I think that's very bad for traders, um, it should be if you have that kind of volume, people should be able to execute on the trades that uh, they set, and there should be no large slippage or stuck orders. Um, and so, in that sense, I think in that aspect, I think that fake volume really hurts them.
0: Yeah, and it's um, I mean, it's one of those things where, like, I can understand them wanting to have um, you know to, to to fake it really because yeah. you know something as simple as Coin Market Cap, which is a, a a site that is used a lot uh, and it's it's somewhat of a Bible for a lot of people. It's where they go for their information, right? Exactly. If they rank high in there, then of course people think, oh, I'm just going to go and open that account. Now it works especially in this industry at the moment because there are a lot of very new people to A, investing in general at all uh, and also B, to um, understanding. So they see the top and they go, well, that one's the best one they don't realize that there is absolutely no way in the world they're going to have any volume when they actually get there. And yeah. they don't really know what they're looking for when it comes Correct. to it. Because they go in, they, yeah. get, they, they get slippage, they get this, they get that, and they go, well, it must be me. Because most people, what they do is, especially if they're not, um, if they're not educated and privy to what's going on out there, they just think it's their fault. Now with crypto, especially in these exchanges, it's not like a traditional brokerage where you can typically just pick up the telephone and speak to people. The world yeah. has gone digital. And if you can't work it out yourself, then you're kind of stuck. And I think yeah, that's why help. It's, not help, it's not helping us at all because people get annoyed uh, with a poor experience and then they're gone. Yes, no, I completely agree. Uh, we see that a lot. And so that's
1: why we think that's a big problem. Um, and I, I, for us, it's like all our trading pairs is very, uh, the liquidity is deep. So mm-hmm. when, or when people want to come in, they can execute at the prices. And um, I, I think another differentiating factor is like we have one of the lowest spreads um, on the market. And so that really shows that uh, we're trying to provide or make the experience as fluid as possible for customers.
0: Yeah, no, that makes sense. I mean, I'm just having a look at the as I'm speaking to you now on uh, Coin Market Cap the the ranking. And I mean, look, I'm around a lot of these exchanges, but uh, there's some in there I have absolutely no idea who they are. I mean, you you look at Binance, which you might think might sit around the top somewhere. Well, nope, it's number 17. So just to give people <laughs> a bit of an understanding as to what's actually going on here, uh, there is a little bit of funny business, and uh, you should always be very very careful of that. And if people want to know what what um what it looks like to have a dangerous-looking chart? Well, I look at some of the videos I've put out there regarding uh, lower time frames with the chart structure. If a chart's got gaps all over it, you ain't gonna get a fill there, Charlie. So just be very, yes. very, very careful, indeed. So, is there any sort of demographic that you're after uh, with the exchange? I mean, obviously, you're. Um, I think you said you had offices in Hong Kong, China, and Malaysia. Is that right? Uh, Manila, Manila. Yeah. Sorry. So, is, is it a focus on? Um, you know, the Southeast Asian market or, or your global exchange? I mean, how does it all fit in there? Cause obviously that is your part of the world for the time being.
1: Yeah. Um, so Southeast Asia has been our largest market. Um, but I, I think that's not on purpose. It's mostly just cause uh, like I'm from there. So that was a, a market I could uh, target. Uh, but for us, we don't, The only markets we're not really open to right now are uh, the Chinese market and also the U.S. market just because of regulations. Um, But we are an exchange that's
0: serving global customers.
1: Um, It just happened to be that most of our initial customers have been around the Southeast Asian region.
0: That makes sense. And I know that uh, Southeast Asia is also a hot uh, Hotbot for uh, for crypto enthusiasts as well. I mean, obviously, China used to be a big part of the, uh, the game. Of, of course, yeah. they've changed that around. I think China still probably has uh, a part to play, just uh, not quite as public. As a matter of fact, while we're on that, what's the thoughts around that? I mean, how long is it going to go until somebody else comes out there and, and throws the hammer down? And do you think that a ban, unless if the US were to ban crypto trading or crypto as a whole, yeah. uh, how much would that affect the market today, you reckon? What do you think?
1: Oh, I think that would affect quite a bit. Mm. Um, <laughs> we found that the Chinese and the U.S. markets are kind of the highest volumes uh, yeah. that produce. Um, so it really affect uh, and have a big impact on the market. Um, so it's, yeah, I think it would be very uh, bad for the
0: industry. But short-term um, bad. I mean, if you, yeah. I guess my point is that, uh, yes, China and yes, the U.S. have massive volume, uh, you know, they're big countries with big populace and they're big in the space. So, yes, it would hurt. But, I mean, look at what happened with China. Uh, China banned it in 2017. We pulled back. We bounced from there. We, on we went towards 20,000. Do you think that, um, that we would recover? Or if, if the U.S. was taken out of the game, would we recover? Or would it just set us back a couple of years?
1: Oh, um, I think... Yeah, in that sense, it set back the whole industry. My personal say, I think it set back the industry a couple of years um, just because uh, you're taking out a large portion of the trading population. Um, but like you said, people would find ways, uh, e- even though it's banned in China, we found that people do use other means to kind of access different exchanges. And it's st- they're still providing a lot of the volume on exchanges. So people do find ways around it. Um, I think it's just the legality stuff. If you want to do things properly, then. Um, yeah, it would have an initial, I guess,
0: initial, uh, kind of drawback,
1: but then people would find ways to kind of keep doing it.
0: Yeah. I agree. Well, Kwan, is there any other information you'd like to bring to us? Let us know where we can find out more about yourself and the BXB exchange. Uh, is there anything we need to know that's coming up? Anything, any announcements, news, something new as a product?
1: Yeah, uh, you can find us uh, on our website, bxb.io. Uh, we also have live uh, Android and Apple applications, so you can find those on the Google Play Store and the Apple Store. Um, but most information you can find on our website uh, and you can see the team uh, behind the project. Um, in regards to upcoming products, uh, we just relaunched that tap trading product we were talking about um, and making continuous updates to that um, to provide more features for people. Um, and so I think, uh, pay attention to the tab trading that's going to be a lot more robust and then also with our very uh, interesting stack trading that's going to be a lot more interesting for people too
0: well i really appreciate your time Quan. it's an absolute pleasure speaking with you and uh, learning a bit more about BXB. i'm certainly going to get across there and have an in-depth look now that I know a little bit more about the CEO Quan and also the exchange itself, so, so thank you so much for your time today, mate. I uh, wish you all the best going forward, and hopefully uh, you can continue to grow. And We can continue. Thank you so much, Craig. It's been really great. I Great. Had a pleasure
1: talking to you as well.
0: Thank you. Excellent, my ladies and gentlemen, have a fantastic day. Bye for now.